VIP Customer Service Award for Highest Client Ratings, D Magazine's Best Realtor, Five-Star Professional Award, and several other recognitions for her success and service to clients. Join her each week as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Woodard. Good afternoon, viewers. Happy New Year! Yay! It's 2020! <laughs> Can we believe that? I can't. Wow. Oh my goodness. So today's episode is a jump start for the new year. I have a, my guest here, Gina Bolanis, um, is here and we are. she's a therapist and we are going to talk about how do we keep those New Year's resolutions um, on straight and we're going to talk about health for your mental health. Um, and just, you know, a new 2020. Thanks, Gina, for coming. Absolutely. Yay. Thank you so much for letting me be here. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, this is going to be a fun, you know, exciting afternoon um, talking about this. And, you know, again, I'm so excited. It's 2020. Oh, <laughs> so, exciting. The rolling 20s is what wow. we like to call it. Wonderful. So, Gina, let's talk about you. Um and let the viewers know a little bit about yourself. Mm -hmm. Sure. So I'm a licensed professional counselor supervisor, and I'm in Dallas and in Allen, and I work with kids and adults, and I provide family counseling, couples counseling, marital counseling, and I work with kids, like I said. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So your job is busy. (laughs) It is busy. It is busy. It's a busy, busy job. Um, And you've... um, you know, help a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like, you know, from, you know, different needs, um, whether it's, you know, child and couples and sure. you know, just Absolutely. So working, the clients that I work with, um, I work with a unit. So if I work with a child, I'm working with a parent. Mm-hmm. And I'm also working with the school. Okay. Um, a child spends most of their life in school. And right. if I'm working with um, an adult, I'm not just working with what they're doing day to day at home, but also what's happening in their career, what's happening in their personal lives, what's happening in their dating lives, what's happened in their family history. So, um, definitely, I, I really take a very holistic look with um, with every client that I work with. Which a lot of times, that's why I end up working with families and couples. So I work um, with something called family systems counseling. So okay. I look at the entire system that's going on in someone's life. Wow. Well, this is, you know, this brings us to our topic today of really, you know, we just done the whole holidays and, you know, because Thanksgiving was so much later, you know, we had so much going on in November and December and now we're at January and it's like the train is running and running and now mm-hmm. it's stopped. <laughs> and now it's and stopped, exactly. So many of us, you know, we get to that point and we're just like, Oh gosh, what do we do? We mm-hmm. we go into that depression. There's you know, it's like post holiday blues. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so much builds up going into the holidays and stress and excitement, and everybody anticipating a break and right. uh, and then finally you get past the holidays and then there's this lull right. for different reasons. But um, but one of the things that I you know let my clients know mm-hmm. is how in in January. You know, this really isn't the time that we get right back into our routines. This is a time of decompression. This is a time to just be able to, you know, heal and relax and to just decompress from post-holidays. And it's really not until the end of January and the beginning of February where we really start to work on and stay on track with our goals. So okay. starting on January 1st, their New Year's resolutions, it's not always very realistic to be able to be 
consistently following them to the T, right. you know, after two days in January. See, so viewers, if you haven't made your list of what your resolutions are for 2020, it is still plenty of time. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got it from the uh, key woman here. Absolutely. And so, you know, so many people do. I mean, they make these resolutions. Um, they get all excited. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a new year, fresh new year, fresh start. Um, they get started and then we kind of like stop mm -hmm. um, or we kind of let it slack a little bit. And then by, you know, March, April, mm -hmm. they've all gone through the door. Absolutely. So let's talk about how can we keep, you know, on track? What are some tips that, you know, we can keep ourselves on that mental track? Sure. Well, one of my favorite quotes is that, um, is that life is a journey, not a destination. Oh, I love that. So if we are focused on an end goal of, um, of literally a goal yeah. as being what will make us happy, then it means that everything before that is failure. And so we don't get to enjoy the successes along the way, right. and we don't get to really notice the progress. And right. so, um, so I really want to remind people how important it is to enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, instead of just being focused on the destination. I like that approach, because I think that is a key. I agree with that, because so many people think of that end goal, but then they miss out on everything. You know, mm -hmm. you miss out on those steps, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, you know, even with People are, um, I would say, work working out and weight loss is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, always, uh, that's one of the number one resolutions. Everyone wants to, mm -hmm. you know, lose all that weight that, you know, they maybe put up a couple pounds for over the holidays for all that yummy food. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't enjoy each day and the progress that you've made and maybe Absolutely. you're you know, taking in some new habits sure. There's and you're so forgetting that. that happens along that journey where if you really, if you miss it, you you miss these important pieces that actually, if you were more in tune with, uh -huh. they, may, they may actually help you. They may drive your goal to different directions and different paths. But okay. if you miss it, then you stay so focused on the end goal. And sometimes when we get there, we're really not always that happy. Right. Because that's that's not really where we wanted to be. That's not really where we needed to be, to be really in tune with ourselves. Right. So um, life is a journey. That's, you know, an important piece. Yes. And then the second one is being able to set just a really concrete goal. And so if we're setting a really concrete goal, it's specific, but it should also be related to what will make us happy. Okay. So sometimes that's fitness, sometimes that's um, career goals, mm -hmm. sometimes that's relationship goals, sometimes it's self-care. Right. It can be um, different things, um, maybe financial goals. Right. And so if I were to say, I, my goal is to be happier, well, that goal isn't quite specific. Right. It's not measurable. And I don't know if it's necessarily achievable. How would I be able to track that progress right. of I'm happy? So, um, so something that I like to encourage you know clients would be to have somebody to help keep you accountable in setting some of those goals. Okay. So let's say it's a fitness goal. Yes. Sometimes it helps to work with a personal trainer, for example, right. who can actually help you set a realistic goal, and they can help keep you accountable. They can show you how to you know track your progress. Right. Or a nutritionist with your um, with your um, dietary goals, yes. or maybe um, seeing a counselor to set some goals with your relationships. But you know, counseling may not be for everybody. Yeah, and maybe working with a personal trainer or a nutritionist isn't necessarily you know something that we can afford or something that right. you know will be right for everybody. 
So, um, but regardless of who you're working with, if you can make sure that that goal is something that's really concrete and it's measurable and it's achievable. Yeah. So, yeah. well, and that makes sense because you know, otherwise it's just it's just something that's just floating out there, you mm-hmm. know, with no accountability on you know, in at least with your, your fitness, you're accountable. So even if you can't afford, you know, maybe to hire that personal trainer, maybe get a buddy, maybe get a friend mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, you guys meet at the gym and it, it puts both of y'all accountable. Um, because I always find that if I'm meeting someone there mm-hmm. uh, for something, I'm going to be there. I'm not going to let them down because that's in my um, schedule, that's an appointment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, an, you know, the other thing is that you've got to set an appointment for yourself. Absolutely. And so whether it's, you know, your fitness, uh, maybe you're trying to change up your nutrition. Um, so set an appointment to study some different things, study some different recipes, you know, learn some different things about that. Um, but really set that appointment time mm-hmm. for yourself. And Absolutely. we are so busy. You know, I feel like in life we get so busy that we forget about ourselves mm-hmm. and you know, that's, you know, the mental part, you know, that we were talking about is your mental health is just as important as your body, you know, health, you know, fitness and eating. Sure. So absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely important to be really in tune with, you know, what makes you happy with yourself and then having somebody to help keep you accountable. But, you know, just that piece about making it sure that it's something that you can keep track of and it's very specific and um, and you have a plan in place. Right. And, you know, it's definitely hard to stick with something whenever it doesn't feel very rewarding. Mm-hmm. When you feel motivated, you want to keep doing it. Yeah. So, you know, definitely changing our perception of success makes a huge difference. So, oh, definitely. So sometimes I'll go to the gym and I'm not completely present, but I'm going. And yep. it's okay that sometimes, you know, I am, you know, not 100% because staying track on a goal doesn't mean that every single day, you know, you have 100% feeling after your workout. Right. It's, it's not... Um, it's not a destination. It's a journey. So right. every day can look different. At least you've, you've done it. You can say, I was there. Mm-hmm. And it, then it, I think also it becomes a habit and it becomes a routine for you. So once mm-hmm. you start doing things, it's that repetition. Absolutely. Um, and that takes some time. It does. It does. And I always say, you know, um, you know, just like when you're memorizing something or you're learning something or you're promoting something, you have to repeat it so many times. Mm-hmm. There's no different with your routine. You've got to continue it. That it's just is something that it's just a normal part of your day. And you just, you know, I know for myself, if I don't do my workout on those certain days, I'm off. Mm-hmm. I am off. Like I know that I'm going to the gym on Tuesday. And then I know I'm going to, you know, play tennis on Wednesday. And if I don't that day, I have to figure out something in between because my body feels off. Mm-hmm. I need that. I crave that. Sure. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I love these, you know, tips because these are great tips, you know, especially as we're sitting down, you know, today on the 1st of January, it is a letdown day too. I always feel like January 1st, you know, we've just had a great new year. Some people maybe just let out because there was too much uh, party mm-hmm. celebration the <laughs> night before, <laughs> but, um, or whatever you were doing, um, we usually have a low key one, um, mm-hmm. of just family night and, you know, game night and, you know, so nothing crazy mm-hmm. out there, but it is, I mean, it's just that 
day, but you can kind of sit down and make your goals and really, you know, what is important and what do you, you know, is there something you want to change, you know, this year? Mm -hmm. Maybe, and not, I, I will also say, maybe not change, but maybe become better at, mm -hmm. you know, sure. I think that's another thing. I think we forget that we always think of it that you have to change something, mm -hmm. but you don't, you can maybe get better at something sure. or, Absolutely. or do more of something. Yeah. And sometimes it's maintaining something that you've yeah. already been working on. Sure. Right. No. And I love those things. Now let's talk also, you know, people get into to because of the holiday letdown, um, you know, people really get into a depression mm -hmm. and sometimes you, know, you don't know that that person is really in that state of mind because maybe it's that bubbly person that you see, you know, in front of your, you know, in your front of your TV or whatever, sure. um, but they actually are struggling. What are some key things that maybe, you know, maybe it's your coworker and you see mm -hmm. him in one face, but you know, deep down they're struggling sure. there's stuff that we can you know signs that maybe mm -hmm. we can you know see, read on people that yeah. may be dealing with something well i mean i definitely think that you know individually being able to identify your own baseline so that yeah. you can see where the, the lows are and then where the you know where you're in a place of happiness and positivity mm -hmm. that's definitely a nice place to be able to gauge where you are okay. so sometimes you can get a sense of that from your coworkers. Mm -hmm. Because you, if you spend so much time around them. Right. But really, you know, just kind of the main piece is, is seeing a change. Okay. If you see a change, then there must be some contrast between what you're seeing and where their baseline is. Right. And so, you know, whenever that happens, you know, it, it doesn't hurt to reach out and to let people know that you care, to let people know right. that you're there if they want to talk, to, you know, just be able to listen. Yeah. You know, one of the things that we want to do is to give advice and problem solve. Right. Um, however, as encouraging and as heartfelt as, as that is, it actually can drive a person to sort of a different place of maybe shutting down or being defensive, not wanting right. to be perceived a certain way. Right. So, um, so actually just listening instead of giving advice now, is I, very effective. I agree with that. Um, in my profession as a realtor, ironically, I go into your role mm -hmm. <laughs> many mm -hmm. times. Sure. It's so... You know, sometimes I'll sense that someone is having, um, there's something just not clicking. There's something that is, I can tell, you know, there's something going on in their life that maybe they haven't said anything um, to anyone. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm the one, um, because I just listen. Sure. I sit back and I listen to them and I let them air and they know that whatever you know, they tell me it's confidential, just like, you know, mm -hmm. they're telling the counselor. Absolutely. And um, sometimes it's, you know, and then it makes sense of, you know, this piece and this piece. But, you know, people deal with different struggles. And it may be something, you know, is, you know, struggling to them that they have something going on at work that they really don't want anyone else to know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're able to use me as an outlet that, hey, you know, this is what's going on. That's why my head's not in this right now it's because I've got this going on sure. and they don't want to tell their family or mm -hmm. they don't want to tell their um, spouse at that time because they're nerve, you know, intimidated, scared, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. You just never know. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, there can be a negative stigma with working with a therapist, working with a counselor. Yeah. I have a counselor. I love her. She's fantastic. Yeah. And um, I definitely like to really normalize that with my clients. Yes. And, you know, we see, you know, we see medical doctors for preventative right. care. 
So sometimes even just having a therapist who already knows you that you can go to if there, you know, it is a tough time that you're going through. Right. That's really nice as opposed to finding a therapist whenever everything is feeling really, really tough, you know, for whatever reason. Right. But, um, you know, I, I definitely like to share that with other people that, you know, counselors are there and right. and they could, that you don't have to see somebody if you are completely just, you know, in a really, really low place, you can see a therapist for preventative care. Right. You can see a therapist just to let them know and to help you stay on track with maintaining goals. It's it's like anything else you do. Absolutely. You know, it's like, you know, meeting with your trainer or meeting with your, you know, doctor, you mm-hmm. know, for your annual visits. Sometimes, you, again, sure. mental health is another thing you've got to stay in check with. Mm-hmm. And so it's part of your care. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so if you need to, you know, you think you need that, you know, mental check, Gina would be happy for you to contact Absolutely. her. Absolutely. <laughs> and we'll have her numbers and everything. If, um, whether it's um, yourself or maybe you have a family member or maybe you have, you know, someone, you know, just someone in your life that you, you know, needs a little check, Gina would be happy to assist them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, let's, you know, let's wrap up with giving maybe a couple of you know, New Year's tips um, as we're, you know, approaching this, you know, we're here. I still am like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe mm-hmm. um, it's, you know, 2020. And I think the 2020 thing is mm-hmm. what is so, you know, you never thought, you know, you always that 2020 was always a buildup. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like 2000. Sure. You know, the 2000 year was a buildup. I think 2020 is kind of a mm-hmm. buildup. Um, and, you know, if we look at, you know, 100 years ago, the, you know, we had the roaring 20s, mm-hmm. um, you know, what's all going to happen with this um, 2020? So I think there's a lot of expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, which, of course, brings on some stress. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we deal with, you know, all these expectations that, you know, even though you know, we have our checks, um, how do we deal with that? You know, sure. deal with, you know, kind of that part of our life. Yeah, well, I definitely think it's important to breathe <laughs> and um, just reminding ourselves that we're human. Yeah. And we go into this new year and just being prepared for realistic expectations like the part of January. January is not easy. No. We are decompressing. We're processing what just happened. We don't want to look at our bank account from all of those expenses. No, no. Um, we're cleaning up our home. We're right. relaxing from, you know, trying to decompress from travel. There, right. We're unpacking our bags. Um, we're putting away our Christmas tree that sometimes yeah. can take, you know, oh, that's a month like, or so. Yes, that's a good 30 days. A whole right other piece. So there's, there's a lot of catch up and relaxing to do in January. So just keep that in mind. Yes. And also, um, change or maintaining change or setting goals is not something that happens overnight. Right. And there's even a medical model that has to do with change called stages of change. That's pretty interesting. So, um, so if so, the first part of that is pre-contemplation. We haven't really, you know, thought about what we want to do to change. Maybe it's just slightly on our radar, like exercise. Maybe that's something that would be nice. And then contemplation, we we know we're really thinking about making that change. Right. And then we start planning on it. And then we take action, and then we maintain it. So that you know that could take some time, and maybe somewhere around two months to be actually in that maintenance place. Okay. So it could be that January we are pre-contemplative, and then contemplative. In February, we're kind of more in that planning and action place, uh-huh. and then maybe in March we're in maintenance. So okay. kind of keep that in mind. Okay, that's a good. That's a great tip because I feel like people 
jumpstart it so fast. Mm-hmm. It's like running a race. You know, you start off at the starting line and you sprint mm-hmm. and then you get lugged. Mm-hmm. And then Absolutely. by the time you're like crawling to the finish line. Sure, you lose steam it's, as you yes. go along. And I feel like, you know, and sometimes, you know, the, you know, why I like your approach to it is that people start that and then they fall off. Mm-hmm. Um, and they take that. And when they fall off, they feel like they just can't get back. Sure. So what's, you know, if someone does, you know, fall off and they, you know, what is that tip to get them back on track? Sure. Well, um, I mentioned before about making sure that those goals are really concrete and very specific. So whenever you look at that plan, your plan isn't just what you can do to be successful. Your plan is actually including like a relapse prevention. (laughs) So you're really thinking about, so I ate plan A would be, would look exactly like this plan B would be realistically knowing yourself, this could happen, but this is how I'll recover. Okay. Plan C, this could happen, this is how I could recover. So I really kind of think about that more in that planning phase. Okay. So that's nice. that's kind of that like that that February kind of piece is is really kind yeah. of, you know, falling off the wagon and kind of getting back on, but where you have kind of planned it. And then of course, you know, reaching out to other people. So right. I think the part of accountability really helps having somebody who's aware of your plan. And letting them know what you need from them. They they may need to check in on you. They right. may need to go with you to the gym. Yes. Um, maybe if you're on a diet, you get rid of certain treats that, you know, may you not can do without. <laughs> but also being realistic and letting yourself be human. And yeah. I think kind of including in your plan that sometimes you're, you're going to fall off and letting that actually be a part of your plan and in enjoying the journey. And you know, reminding yourself that it's not just the destination that will be success. It's it's everything that you do along the way and everything that you learn about yourself. Well, I love that. And I love, you know, that approach to it because I really think, I mean, you've just inspired me. Um, so I hope she's inspired you guys to guess um, as you're sitting there looking at your news resolutions. Mm-hmm. I can't even say it right now. And mm-hmm. um, for 2020, um, and, you know, don't be discouraged. You know, it is a journey. And so mm-hmm. I think that's a great approach. Well, yay. Well, cheers to 2020. Right. Thank you, Happy 2020. Thanks yes. for having me. Yes. Appreciate it. And cheers to y'all. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Community Cocktails with Kimberly. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at KimberlyWoodard.ebby.com. Hope you enjoyed our guest this week. Tune in every first and third Wednesday of the month for insights from industry leaders in your DFW area. Remember, don't just love your home, love your community.